are listening to the Cock and Bull Podcast. This is a comedy or history podcast. It's one or the other. You don't always get both. Deal with it. Nathan, I concede the floor to you. I'm going to try and make it both, and I'm going to try and do it succinctly. So here we go. Hey, Spencer, did you know there was a game called eel grabbing in Amsterdam? Well, let's dial it back five words. Which which word, which part of that didn't you understand? Uh, was it Amsterdam? There, there was a game it's a called, game. It's a it's a, an event, if you will. Okay, it's an event. It's an event. It's a game. Is this like bobbing for apples, but with eels? Uh, possibly. It's 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 bobbing for a- if if the name for bobbing for apples was pollen um, and it was against the law. That would be that would be the thing. Oh, it was a rebellious activity. It it might be. It might be. And I'm gonna tell you about the time that it got a whole bunch of people killed. So One, first question, first question, uh-huh. was this like a thing you did back when we were still afraid of the sun? Like, was this like a, like a negative 200 BC kind of game? 1886. Or... So like America was extant. That, nope, that, that is far too close to right now for people to eight, be grabbing eight, eels rebelliously. 1886. Uh, a large crowd of people had gathered to watch a game of this now outlawed eel grabbing. On the Lindernacht in Amsterdam. So the Lindernacht is like a ri- river. There's a lot of canal. It's not I like, like that, that it's a like that it's a spectator sport. That's cool. Oh, of course. Of course. Of course. Um, now, eel grabbing, the way this was done, uh, there was a rope that you would string up between. So you got your two houses on the either side of the canal, uh, canal in the middle. You tie a rope between the two houses where normally you'd hang, like, I don't know, your laundry or something like that. And then you tie a live eel just right in the middle of it. Just right in the middle. I'm... I'm not. Nobody gave the eel a voice in this discussion. Is my thing. Mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> I'm convinced this is why they're the that why they've gone evil in the Little Mermaid because because uh, they've seen some shit. Um, yeah, rightfully weird, so. Unagi, that weird eel in uh, Mario 64. Yeah, that guy's seen some things. And it he's has not a happy name. Uh yeah. That's yeah, my per- favorite game, and it has a name. I'm I never pretty knew sure that. his name is Unagi because Yukiki is the monkey that steals your hat. I'm pretty yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah, well, we know this. We know this. Oh, you knew that, but you didn't know Unagi was the eel? Really? I try to omit as much knowledge as I can about that eel. He was a fucking monstrosity. So, you've got your rope. You've got your eel. Now, how does this turn into a game? Well, you'd have men in tiny, tiny boats who would stand up in the boat and float underneath the eel. And they would have to try uh. and grab the live eel and yank it from the string. I am getting too many, this is way too reminiscent of octopus wrestling, a weird American tradition. Continue. Um, uh, th- now, the, th- there is someone that had a voice for the eel, and it was the uh, the mayor of Amsterdam, because this was actually illegal. Uh, That's they, fair. They, it had been going on long enough that they had to stop it. Um, so this was... Well, clearly they didn't. Uh, I mean, you say that, but it, it, it got important. So, so the mayor of Amsterdam, whose name now, so again, 18, 1886, the Burgermeester, because that's is the that, name of the, is that Burgermeester? Uh, it's Burger and then M-E-E-S-T-E-R. And if you're saying that's not pronounced Meester, I will stab you. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> uh, he had announced that we were not going to be having the traditional eel pulling festival. Cause it's a, it's a thing. You do it on a year. The, the no. rap, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck the, you, mayor. Uh-huh. Now, his argument was is that the rich people, they could have their party all year round. They didn't need just a particular day. But on this one day of the year, all the poor folk got out for their weird eel pinata game. 
Uh, and that just wasn't wasn't something he wanted to do. So they, they shut it down. Now, obviously, has that ever stopped poor people from doing a thing they want to do? Was his problem with the situation that there were too many poor people in one place having fun? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he doesn't give a shit about the eel. No, he doesn't give a shit about the eel. Also, this was a uh, this was a uh, uh, gambling sport. Uh, so everyone would put in the pot. Everyone would put in the pot, and uh, and the winner's pot would be as much as six guilders, which is a week's wages if you could yank that eel off the rope without flop, flopping over in the boat and die. So on this day, the, they, they still decided they were going to show up and have their little party anyway. Uh, and normally, like, the police, it, it's kind of like one of those things, like, fireworks are illegal. You don't get uh-huh. arrested for fireworks. Like it's just it's one day you deal with it, you move Unless on. Unless you've got that shitty neighbor who who calls who calls the constable and reports that my neighbor and all of his shitty rowdy friends are beating up an eel. Well, somebody did because the cops were not playing that day. So four fucking opposite. Grinch. Now the problem was is they were doing this right outside the police station. So in 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 the cops defense, that's just dumb. Like do it anywhere else. But they were right next to the police station. That is so punk. Yeah. It's just so punk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so they went out and they uh they did what you would do to stop this. They just cut the rope. They just cut the rope down with their sword. My favorite my favorite iOS game. <laughs> with comically large extendo scissors, they cut oh, the rope. They cut the rope. Um, and so party's over. Everyone disperse. The eel, you can't grab your eel. Uh, go home. Have fun. No, obviously you don't do that. This turned into a full-blown riot. A full-blown riot. As soon as the police exited, uh, uh, spectators started beating the officers with uh, umbrellas. And a few hours later, police are using their batons to beat back a rampaging mass of people while rioters hurled rocks and other projectiles at the police. Including eels. As far as I know, the eels were not used as projectiles. Oh, well, the eel got away, I guess. That's fair. Uh, Yeah, he's in the river now. He's gone free. He's gone to get obscenely large and terrorize Mario. Um... (laughs) And so as n- when, when nightfall came, temperatures dropped and everyone kind of calmed down because when it's hot, you're angry. And when it's cold, you're not. And that's apparently how life works. Um, uh-huh. But then everyone woke up and was hungover and pissed. So after a, a weird sleeping off time, they came back and stormed the police station to protest their game being stopped. They were like, round two. We're not done yet. We're still mad. He took the eel. Kill him. And and so at this point you would think, okay, well, don't we tell got a me they of- killed him. They please tell me they didn't kill the cops over the eel game. Well, you, they probably would have, except the military got mobilized, got brought in because they were apparently uh, bored and needed needed some people to shoot at. So, Obviously, there was nothing better to be done. Yeah. So you have a bunch of armed soldiers and a bunch of uh, unarmed rioters. How does that usually end? Uh, massacre? Uh, kind of. So the army fired their muskets into the crowd, enveloped the whole scene in smoke, as smokeless gunpowder hadn't been invented yet. So just uh-huh. imagine just a big old smoke screen going on now. Um, And as the smoke cleared, 26 people were dead in the first shot. And the first, then, the fir- hang on, the first shot? Oh yeah, first volley. First volley. They, they literally just lined up and shot all of them. Just great no, shot at them all down. Yep. Right, right. But first, there's not, they're not going to, they're not going to reload, right? Well, they probably would have if all the remaining rioters hadn't gone 
ape shit. And so again, you imagine a canal. You imagine kind of like Venice. The 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 houses are up on the side. The canals down low. So there are people up on the roofs of these houses. They are ripping the cobblestones off of the street, and they are tossing them off of the off the roofs of houses at these guys. They oh, have turned. They have you turned savages, over. those are artisanal. They ripped down houses, they ripped down everything, created barricades, and literally just turned this into like a war zone. In the I... middle of Amsterdam, one of the chillest places on earth, because someone told them they couldn't be mean to eels for a day. I can't handle the amount of ways this has flip-flopped. So, in the aftermath, once everything settled down, 2,000 rioters were arrested and given prison sentences. Okay, yeah, uh-huh. A generation lost. Got it. <laughs> and police officers were treated to cigars. That's mentioned <sighs> verbatim in, like, three different sources, so it's obviously important is all I can glean from it. Uh, the the more interesting fact is, whatever happened to that eel? Uh, he swam away in the river. What do you mean what happened to the eel? Well, you say that. It resurfaced no. in 1913. At an auction. No, it the didn't. E <laughs> the eel resurfaced in 1913, was sold at auction, uh, and sold for 175 guilders, which that, was ooh, roughly, again, six guilders was the prize for winning it, and so it went for 175 at that point. There, in, there is not a goddamn chance... That that was the actual eel. Somebody just went and fished up an eel, tied a rope to its ass, and then said, Look, I, I found the eel. 175 guilders, please. <laughs> I mean, it, it kind of is like, I, I imagine, like, during the New Jersey shark attacks, like, the people that everyone had one of the sharks up in their in their yeah. hotel. But uh -huh. I just, I'm just shocked that somebody was able to... I don't know, locate one and, and like everyone just bought it. Like, why would, why would you think, of course, that, of course it must be that eel. It couldn't possibly be another eel. That would be ludicrous. Well, what we fail to remember, a detail that we mentioned earlier, is that the eel is tattooed before it is, it is lynched and oh, attacked yes, by four dudes. I, I, I did forget to mention that you, you do tat the eel up. Uh, you mark him, you brand him with your, with your own dark machinations in order to make him, uh, make him whole again. Guys, this has been the Cockable. This has been the Cockable podcast. <laughs> I speedrun Mario 64. My Twitch channel is Daddy Dunk. And yet you didn't know his name was Unagi. Yeah, goddamn right I didn't know his name was Unagi. He doesn't wear a fucking name tag. Ah, yeah, you gotta get into the dark lore. You gotta get into the The deep, star is the called web. Can the Eel Come Out to Play? Nah, you gotta know. You gotta know that deep, that dark web shit. Eight. All the same, I don't even run Jolly Roger Bay. I do 16 star. Anyway, <laughs> you can catch us. Every Wednesday, except for the ones that you can't. Uh, Nathan has Mark's Madness, a delightful uh, communist book club that is... I'm that is not, not sure <laughs> anyone's ever described it as delightful, but sure, yeah, we'll go with it. It makes you sad in the way that this podcast sometimes does. Yeah, but we've got hope at the end. There's hope. Well, of course there's hope. There's hope in our show. And there's also... A also, uh, just just to clarify at the end here, Spencer, I did just as as is tradition in any of the any of the cockables that I do, I did just send you a photo that I would I would prefer that you you look at before we get to the end here. Just it's just, just as fucking stupid as I it, thought it would be. I, I yeah, I just needed you to know that they they did have just, a painting to just depict just this. Picture like the Venetian rowboat tour guides where you know they're standing on the back of the boat and they're rowing. Picture that, except your tour guide is trying to grab an eel off a clothesline. That yeah. No, Spencer is good at painting word pictures. 
I also have a show called Blunderphonics. It's a uh, uh, comedy and history dive into music. We talk about albums with troubled productions. It's a fun show. I make it with my buddy Jack Durback, who did the soundtrack for Cooperative Effort, another show that I did. You don't have to watch that one. I'm going to let you off the hook. You don't have to watch that one this week. I mean, that, unless you haven't watched it already, in which case you should go back and watch it. I got nothing. Bye. Farewell. Farewell.